Remain in my love, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one that does, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own, Unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire, and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. I learned a very valuable life lesson while in junior ROTC at Catholic High School. Not only did we learn to take meticulous care of our uniform that we wore, but also to show due respect for higher-ranking officers. The proper form of respect was to salute a higher-ranking officer when you came in close contact with them. That's how you show respect. There was a running joke among the enlisted men, though, about this. The enlisted men's rank of sergeant or corporal or private was always made of dull black material. The officer's insignia, by contrast, was always made of shiny silver or gold material. Well, the enlisted men all agreed that the officers all had shiny insignia so that the enemy could see them from a distance and shoot them. (laughs) In any case, the lower-ranking officers should always stop and salute a higher-ranking officer. The maxim they taught us was, you salute the uniform, not the man. You salute the uniform, not the man wearing it. That maxim captures a very important social principle. We show respect for the office or a rank, even if we don't especially admire the current occupant of the office or the wearer of the uniform. This rule should be followed not only in the military, 
but in all manner of social relationships, in families, in schools, at work, and even in church. Salute the uniform, not the man. Today we observe President's Day in the United States, and I would like to sort of salute the office of President of the United States. We may not always like the President. We may not have voted for him in the last election, but that is no reason to disrespect the office that he holds. We salute the uniform, not the man. By the way, here are some fun facts about the 46 presidents of the United States. Do you know the only president who did not belong to a political party? There was only one. He did not belong to the Republicans or to the Democrats or to the Federalists or to the Whigs. It was our first president, George Washington who believed that political parties would deeply divide our nation. In that respect, Washington was not only a president, he was a prophet. Four presidents died of natural causes while serving their terms of office. They were William Henry Harrison, Zachary Taylor, who, by the way, his chimney from his house is still standing on the I.C. Church property. He should stop by today. Warren Harding and Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Interestingly, four presidents were also assassinated while in office. Abraham Lincoln, James Garfield, William McKinley, and as some of you will personally remember, John F. Kennedy. To assassinate a president is a horrific failure to salute the uniform, not the man. And there are currently four, excuse me, five living former presidents. Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, and Donald Trump. Let's talk terms of office for a moment. Who held the office of president the longest? It was FDR, who was elected for four terms. Shortly after his tenure in 1951, Congress passed the 22nd Amendment to the Constitution, stipulating that a person can only serve for two terms as president for eight years. By contrast, who served the shortest time in the Oval Office? It was William Henry Harrison, who died after 31 days as president in 1841. That reminds me of Pope John Paul I, who died 33 days after wearing the shoes of the fishermen and being the Pope, the successor of St. Peter. Soldiers salute the uniform, while we Catholics salute the shoes of the fishermen. But no matter how long or how short the tenure of a president may be, we should never fail to salute the uniform, not the man.
whether he is a president or he is the Pope. St. Paul seems to have this maxim in mind when he wrote in Romans chapter 13, verse 1, Let every person be subordinate to the higher authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been established by God. In other words, show respect, honor, and yes, even obedience to those who hold civil offices like the U.S. President because they share in God's own governance of the world. One simple way to do that is to pray for the President. He is, after all, merely a man and puts on his pants one leg at a time. And if you do not happen to like a particular president, don't worry. He'll be gone in eight years. But in the meantime, salute the uniform, not the man. Praised be Jesus Christ.